0: i Spaces Welcome to the Ether. Today is Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. Today on the Ether, Achepe Space, the last light of the last star. Let's take a listen.
1: Hey Katie, it took a while to get this connected. Yeah. It's kind of sl- I just had to, slow for something.
2: I had to turn my speaker on because I deleted Twitter today for, like, 20 minutes. Because I had a, <laughs> I had a bad day. So that's what I do when I, like, have a bad day and I cry. And Twitter stresses me out. I delete it. And then, like, 10 minutes later, I go to my app store and just, like, redownload it.
1: Wait. Why did Twitter t- stress you out? What did it do uh, to you?
2: When I spend too much time online, like, it just, like, something about it just, like, overstimulates me or something and, like, just stresses me out. It's just... <clears throat> I don't know. Do you ever get that like that with Twitter? or Is that just like a girl thing? Well,
1: that's what I said. Like last night, um, I don't know. It was funny. It was like, I was, I slept early yesterday and, and you know how you, when you sleep a long time, you dream more, you know, cause like you're the early morning hours, mm-hmm. like, you, you make it past like, I don't know, eight hours of sleep. It's, you really start dreaming. And it was weird. I started yeah. dreaming that I was a, a co-host of this thing and but it wasn't oh me. I remember
2: you saying that yeah that's so I was funny. like
1: I was like one of you and then like it was me that was the host but I was like watching me sleep it's like you know how like when someone falls asleep when they're on here but like when a host falls asleep <laughs> and I was like commenting so about funny. how I had fallen asleep it was very weird
2: so you were watching your dream from like a bird's eye view basically kind well, of yeah you- I was that's watching funny. how you
1: would behave if I was asleep <laughs> on here so like that's probably playing around on here too much
2: (laughs) that's hilarious it it happens to
1: people uh, that play video games and stuff too like if you
3: play uh, a lot it it happened to me when i was playing a lot of assassin's creed Uh, i think it was the one set in italy and i was doing a lot of tests for some big exam that year and i started seeing the correct answer flashing in blue uh, if you haven't played Assassin's Creed, uh, if something's flashing blue, it means that's what you're looking for. It means that's what you're interested in. And I had, I started seeing the correct answer uh, shining blue and I realized I had to stop.
1: There was this time, uh, similarly, like where I'd woken up, um, it's like many years ago when I was playing some game. Um, I woke up and, uh, like without getting too into details about the game itself, it was like, it was, I felt like I was playing that character. And like, I had, I don't know, maybe, and I was still expected to play, but I was already awake. And I was supposed to head to work or something. And like, I couldn't differentiate between the game and reality for like, <laughs> like an hour or something and it was i was like switching back and forth between like dream and reality it was almost like a psychosis type of thing like a break it was very weird um it wasn't uh not too far after that i'm like fuck this i'm quitting this thing
3: <laughs> so have you completely recovered from your gamer addiction or have
1: you just stopped playing one um, game it wasn't uh it wasn't just it wasn't so much that i was well yeah i mean you could you would argue it was technically like an addiction but it was kind of uh this is like late 90s that's it's been a while and like, well, uh, I was late nineties. With...
3: Late nineties. If you were a gamer, you were you were fine. You were okay.
1: Not That's necessarily, because remember, it was like EverQuest. It was these I are mean, you were
3: games. you were so you were so beyond the pale if you were a gamer in the nineties. I
1: mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you, you yeah. were you were in the small fraction of the you know, like human race or whatever. But still, like at that time, it was interesting. Um, I was so I was in the top uh, gaming guild like at at that time of literally all time of like any game ever. Right. So, so when you say like, well, I was kind of addicted. If if I wasn't with that group of people, I wouldn't have played as much. Right. I was there because these were like, like I was in a team of like a bunch of winners. Right. You know how that's like, it's harder to quit when you're doing really, really well and you're ahead. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. I,
3: I do get where you're coming from. I don't know about the other people, but, as a gamer, as a gamer, I know your experience.
1: Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, Katie, so what happened? Uh, so what was this podcast you did? And like, like, wh- like, what was it all about? And like, when is it airing or whatever?
2: Yeah, it's going to be this weekend. Um, I didn't retweet it just because like, my family follows me and stuff. And I'm not sure I want them to listen to it. Like, it's funny. But like, that's the thing is, you kind of have to understand, like, the sense of humor and i don't want anyone to be offended or anything like it's just all like fun you know but it's MedGold, although he's been suspended so the account is like god i can't even remember the name of it i'll send it to you i don't know but yeah it'll be airing this weekend it's just like funny but his vibe
1: know. is what like sexually controversial or like yeah political? What is this uh, as, Body far, as far as i know
3: as far as i know MedGold is one of the racist bodybuilder guys but he's more into bodybuilding
2: well yeah but people are also racist against him so like he's just he just is like one of those people who like says well, well, well,
3: anything. well yeah italians are black so that's right
2: exactly yeah they actually yeah um the other guy breast milk enjoyer <laughs> was the other person on it um he called him african or something like that so yeah um
3: I mean it's not but, that there's anything bad with it. it's not that there, there's anything no. bad with it yeah, I mean, I'm just I'm just stating a fact there' Italians, Armenians, they're
2: black. That's true. They basically are. Um, and so yeah, you'll just have to listen to see. I guess that's that'll be the best way to explain it, but I think you'll think it's funny.
3: Hmm. Wait yeah,
2: Armenians like... are black.:
3: yeah, yeah, why do you think Kanye oh, old, uh, Kim Kardashian <laughs> cause your half white?
2: You what know what's is like, Yeah, like not a lot of Armenians go out with black guys. I always thought that was interesting. Um, they're uh, not Ar- that Ar- not that they're racist. I just don't see it a lot. A lot of Armenians actually don't marry girls that look like me. Like they they marry like dark haired girls Genetic- that are Armenian because they want to you know keep Armenian yeah, blood together.
1: Wh- whatever you want um, to call it. So a lot it's of yeah, it's
2: strange. T- it was always strange for me. I was like, wow. But I've never heard us called this- black. I feel I feel okay about that today.
1: <laughs> no, but genetically, it doesn't matter what it is. It's a ton of mixing. Like, take, for example, there's a disease called sarcoidosis that is really. Katie, um, you're
2: going to. This is just the first of many interviews. You're going to have like so many. And, you know. Uh, yeah, d- can it was K- fine.
1: Can Dr. K- uh, Carrie, can you hear me?
2: And your parents will find out you're a closet freak. I
1: don't
0: think she can hear me. Oh,
2: no. Carrie, like I don't mine. think you can hear. I don't. Can you hear Sefi, Carrie? Your oh, no, like... I can't. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Yeah. We were confused. I think okay, you have to reconnect. Come back
1: in real quick. <laughs> I was like, <sighs> wait, I don't think she's, like, following the conversation. I was, like, going to – no, I was yeah. just going to say, Katie, like, genetically, though, um, it's, like, that whole area is just a b- big mix anyway. You can see it in the diseases that are mixed. Like, medically, they're, they're like, uh, you can notice the mixing. But anyway, whatever. Who cares? So, yeah, so his vibe is kind of like this um, – Like, just to be, like, he's controversial just to be controversial, like, satirically, or he just is, like, by nature?
2: I mean, I think he is, but also, like, of course, like, we kind of stretch it a little bit for, like, humor and stuff. I mean... He's definitely like the funny thing that I realized about him, like I met him in a group chat and like I had all of these like perceptions about him from like Twitter and just seeing his posts and stuff. And I was like disgusted by him. But the more I got to know him, like he really is funny and like he's actually one of my friends now. And like I really like him as a person and I think he's like pretty normal and like just funny and I like funny people. So, yeah, he's fine. You just kind of have to give him a chance. That's all. Yeah,
1: I mean, you have to kind of push the envelope a little bit if you're going to try to, like, any kind of humor, you're eventually going to irritate somebody, I think. Unless you're trying to do, like, super, super wholesome humor of some kind, yeah. and that's a whole nother, whole nother vibe.
2: Definitely, for sure. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know which
3: one's
1: harder to do. <laughs> uh,
3: I mean, today I was talking to a friend, uh, and I'm not a native speaker, so my friend told me, so I'm going to send you Nancy Comics. Uh, but I thought he was saying uh, Nazi comics. And I opened the page and I see a guy in the director seat uh, with the small mustache, you know, with that small mustache and the funny small mustache and the hat. And
2: yeah, we know uh, the one.
3: And, yeah. And there's a person named Fritz there. And I was like, OK, what what, what the hell? What, what's this? What's going on? Uh, you're trying the whole
1: time you're trying to come up with some nazi parallel (laughs) yeah and i was like what kind
3: of nazi comic is this i mean there's hitler yes but why is he directing some funny movie and why is it called fritz why is he called fritz there what the hell and my friend uh, explained to me that it's a nancy comic and uh, the nazi connection is just isn't there Uh, but but i mean like if you think about it if i was a Jew, I would be, like, so grossly offended. Like, it would be (laughs) completely ugly, completely inappropriate.
1: Just from, like, a simple misunderstanding.
3: I mean, at least for some Jews, let's say, it would be inappropriate from this very simple issue, just because my English isn't quite as good. And I didn't know what a Nancy comic was, but I knew what a Nazi comic was.
4: (laughs) Yeah, that's funny.
1: (laughs) Hey, Wei, what's going on?
5: No, that I heard. Um, well, I was listening to another space, and that's why I requested because I was going to ask you. I heard you guys were starting a casino.
1: Wait, uh, what do you mean?
5: <laughs> we are oh, the so cool. That's what I. Um, I didn't know. Uh,
1: ca- ca- can I?
3: Can I ask something? Uh, can I ask something? Did you? Yeah. Did you just? Did you just uh, cha- the last guy who spoke? Did you just change your username to uh, Dao to Vei? Uh, because I clicked on your, because I clicked on your profile and it said your username was something completely different. And then it just changed in the middle of
5: your conversation. No, no, I haven't changed it. Yo,
2: why are you creeping?
1: Hmm. Anyway, so, so the idea, Katie, is what, like this, so Medgold's going to start doing what podcasts on what, like YouTube or something, or where's he going to do them?
2: He publishes them on Substack. I think he might do. Gosh, I don't know if they can be on YouTube. Like some of the things that were said, I'm not sure if they'll do YouTube. Maybe. Um, what's the other kind of common Spotify? Maybe, but it is on um st- Substack. For now.
1: But are they like, like, either like racist, sexist? Ha ha, funny. Or are they just like, are they just like mean, just to be mean?
2: No, it's not mean to be mean like it's definitely funny they it's i mean we like had a variety of topics like the whole kind of joke was that like well, not the whole joke, but like for me coming in, like I basically it was like I pretended to like hack my way in like they like acted like they were confused when I came in, so they just kind of asked me random questions, and like our conversation just kind of floated it's like a Twitter space, honestly, that's kind of how it was
1: It's almost like you came in uninitiated and You're like, wait, what are these people doing? And like, they're just trolling you and shit.
2: Yeah. And actually Metgold used to do like, he did a Twitter space, actually. Um, This was back only like Asparagoid and I knew him, I think at the time. I don't know if you guys did, but it was, so it kind of was like, I think he got
1: booted like right after like Mm -hmm. came on here at one point So I, I met him like once or twice. I think Max.
2: Oh, did you? Yeah.
1: Briefly, briefly.
2: Yeah. I guess it's kind of like a Twitter space. Like we we're just like talking basically. That's how it goes.
1: Mm, Were you on
2: camera? No, they, no, they weren't in person. But the one he did, the first one he did, the two guys, they were in person with him. But no, it's just voice. Yeah. Medgold's like really anonymous. So he wouldn't. It makes
1: more sense to be anonymous for those kinds of things. Especially if you don't want to be left the fuck alone, right? Like, if you really want, like, to be like either attacked by the platform or some other bullshit. It makes it better to be anonymous for those things, for sure. I
3: mean, if if you're going to call Armenians black, you have to be anonymous on the website or they get you.
2: Armenians are like real ones.
3: Like I'm not 100%. Look look what they did to Kanye. They got him off everywhere.
2: (laughs) I know. Isn't that crazy?
1: (laughs) Yeah, but you know, uh, interestingly, like, so Lex Friedman is Jew, right? He's Russian Jew. So, he interviewed Kanye even after they booted him off everywhere else. And when you listen to the interview with him, you just realize um, the guy's got like some, he's got like strange thoughts, he's got like tangential thinking, he's got kind of bipolar behavior and everything. And you're like, okay, whatever, he's benign, right? You don't think of him as some kind of you know, like he has his little conspiracies or whatever the hell it is. And he has these like weird ideas. Uh, we, we, we all have some conspiracy theories. We all have some weird ideas. Like, yeah, yeah, but like there's a difference between like, let's say for example, if someone super, super rational goes up and argues for something, right. Um, that sounds kind of racist or something like that. Um, their credibility is going to be shot. Like, With Kanye, he's like a rapper and he does some random shit and like, I don't know, like no one ever expected him to be some kind of rocket scientist. So when he says off the wall shit, it's just different. It's like, okay, fine. Not only that, but if you know what people with bipolar behave like, they just behave like that. Like, like arguing that you're going to change him is like just stupid. Like, it's just not going to happen. Actually, it's just the, it's like peak intolerance because you know he has bipolar disorder. His brain is fucked. And you're just going to keep harassing him for saying who knows what. Oh, you said something about Jews. You said something about this race, that race. When in reality, like, he's going to say something stupid about somebody at some point, right? Like, it's just a matter of time. I don't know. It's just a, it's a meaningless kind of uh, thing to try to, like, try to fix Kanye. It just, just makes no sense. Like it's a waste of time. <laughs> like you just, you just don't understand bipolar disorder. That's all it shows. Right. So the general public doesn't too, by the way, they're likely to just kind of attack him and the, you know, some Jews will attack him, whatever. Lex was pretty um, like nice in the sense that he's like, all right, he tried to follow his whacked out conversation and he gave him the benefit of the doubt, even though he was an actual Jew with like parents that died in the Holocaust or, or family that died in the Holocaust or whatever. And, um, I thought that was a good pairing in a sense because like the person who's both highly intellectual and likely to be offended for some reason is like letting it like, I don't know, he's letting it roll because he understands that like Kanye's mind is just a certain way and I think that was a very like, it it was an interesting interview because he didn't just like cancel him or something. Anyway, that's kind of my thought on it. It's a good interview though if you haven't seen it, it's really interesting. Uh, I I
3: have a friend. Uh, I have a friend who's big into astrology, um, and he said that it's the stuff Kanye does. It's because of his uh, natal chart. And um, what is Katie, his natal chart? Do you know? Katie, uh, I DM'd you his tweet. Oh, uh, let me look.
1: Yeah, I, I DM'd you my friend Ovin's tweet. Now, are you saying that your friend uh, is just noticing, like? Whatever like astrology predicts Kanye should behave this way, or are you saying that Kanye follows astrology no like uh, my is friend, following that my my type. friend
3: says uh, Kanye is acting the way he does because of the things in his natal chart, not because Kanye follows astrology um, mm, okay yeah. uh, and uh, my friend owen uh is, i mean like he uh, you should follow him he's Username is Bull of Heaven underscore. Uh, if you're into astrology, uh, he's pretty good at it.
1: Mm, I don't know, not so much. I, like judging by how I'll follow
2: him. <laughs>
1: yeah, you, Katie, you follow him. And you tell me if you find something. Useful. I mean, Katie, <laughs> but, can you, Katie, can you uh, pin the tweet I
3: DM'd you up top? I mean, like people can see it. Like he actually explains why Kanye does what he does. And in fact, Kanye shares some astrological traits with Adolf Hitler.
1: Well, yeah, I guess. But I'm just the the thing is, like, (laughs) if you've met enough people with bipolar, you're like, that's just how they act. You don't need to have any special chart or anything. A lot of people act like that.
2: I mean, it might be a combination of all. But also what I think, too, is like he intervened himself with like. insane family like the Kardashians are undeniably like a psychotic group of people which like I I feel sympathy for him well yeah they're Armenian but Kris Jenner is she's like Anglo-Saxon so they're not entirely Armenian but that's besides the point um, he also chose that, like I have sympathy for him, but also like he chose Kim Kardashian and like he knew this family was insane. It's so, like I feel for him, but at the same time, like I don't. But he yeah. definitely he, yeah, he has mental issues and whatever. Well, Which he,
1: just, on Lex's yes. podcast, you know what he said, right? He's like, yeah, like I consider Kim like, I don't know, uh, like an apex of beauty or whatever. Right. And he mentioned uh, Bella Hadid and some other people um some women he thought were considered like uh, sort of like apex beauty or something like that and he has this sort of obsession with um like what the public thinks is beauty as well so for him it's like mm-hmm. because kim kardashian's popular it's like an affirmation that yes like that's the 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 beauty i wanted to attain for myself and so he did but like yeah but i I agree with you. It's like, well, what did you think was gonna fucking happen? <laughs> like you know who yeah. didn't realize that this was gonna end in some divorce or some other like whatever
2: for sure, I haven't actually seen that interview yet, which is i I do kind of like Kanye like I like honest, blunt, kind of interesting people with like strange minds, so I've kind of kept up with him, but I haven't watched it yet, like everyone's talking about it, and I need to, but
1: I don't yeah. know him. Like, except for just superficially, because I don't listen to his music. But I, but I like Lex, and I, I thought like, you know, because it's like a two or three hour podcast, right? So you really get to like, let Kanye go off and say whatever the fuck he wants. Whereas when he's on like TV or whatever, you hear just sound sound bites, right? And I don't think anything that he was saying, um, like in his head, I don't think he was trying to be malicious with anybody. That's the thing, right? Like it, it would be different if he's like like some sort of um, you know anti-religious or anti-race or whatever the hell and he had this vendetta and he was going to go after people or he was trying to gin up like some kind of like hate crimes or some bullshit right but like if you listen to him talk in long form he just like I don't know he doesn't see he seems pretty benign to me he well, doesn't was seem the like
2: whole detective. was the whole canceling over him saying what black people are the original jews is that what he said that or everyone whatever
1: was- yeah something along those yeah. lines yeah it, I don't know which mm-hmm. lines exactly like uh, irritated people the most but to some extent he he, he did make his point because like the moment he said something he got canceled his part of his point was like a lot of the media industry is run by jewish people which it is by the way like you could argue that now that does that mean that that's a bad thing or a good thing i don't give a fuck you know like what who's running what but he wasn't wrong in that he got canceled as soon as he said anything right so like so it's weird like the 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 what do you call it the the whatever, the hate police will just come after him immediately. So, uh, and again, I don't disagree or agree with him, but like uh, them canceling him is almost like, an I told you so. Right. Which is a funny thing as well. I don't know.
3: Yeah.
1: Mm, so anyway, so the med gold thing, so that, so the podcast or whatever went well. Yeah, Yeah, it was
2: fun. I was just I was just listening over to it so I could tell Medgold the parts he needs to fix because he like I told you, you know, he kind of messed me up a little bit by taking out the questions that they like prompted me with and like made it sound like I was just saying these things out of nowhere, which like is kind of funny from like an outside perspective of like someone listening in. But like, I'm not sure if I (laughs) I'm not sure if I want that for myself. Um, But yeah, it is really funny. Um, Yeah, it was cool. I enjoyed it. How was, how was your day today, Steffi? Because my day was really mm. bad. I cried a lot, but I want to know how your day was.
1: Wait, cried about what? What happened?
2: I don't even, it wasn't even anything specific. Usually when I cry, it's like an overwhelmed, like it's like a buildup of like a lot of things. And like, I'm just like, yeah, I think I would already said like I wanted to delete Twitter. It's like, I think I spend too much time online sometimes and I just like kind of freak out, but I'm fine now. But maybe it's because I had a little wine. I don't know.
1: <laughs> no, um, no, I just kind of like had a full day of work today. So I've been away and got that done and like got home and this and that and the other thing. Um, yeah, nothing, nothing too exotic today.
2: I'm sad Carrie left. She like couldn't hear you and then had technical difficulties maybe.
1: Oh, is is that why? Or is she busy? Anyway, whatever. So uh, what happened to, uh, so is like Addie busy today with her friends thing or what?
2: Maybe. I haven't heard of, I haven't heard from her in a while. I know uh, she was past midnight.
3: It's past midnight there.
2: Oh,
1: oh
3: yeah. Maybe Did she end up going
2: busy. to London or not? I don't even know. I didn't hear from her.
1: Mm, I think she just stopped in London. I thought, I didn't know she was going to stay there for any period of time. But I think she was like when she said she was going from Spain, then to France, I guess it was Barcelona for a little while and then maybe Paris or something. I don't know. I'm not sure how much time to spend in each place. Actually. I was thinking about this for the summer. I was like, maybe I'll go to Italy for maybe a month. And I'm assuming there's a month worth of shit to do there. Like maybe I'm wrong, but I don't like the idea of like jumping between countries the whole time. Right. Like, well, just traveling if, the whole time if, if, if,
3: if you got, if you got just one day, uh, you can find stuff to do if you've got a month. If you've got three months, uh, I mean, like you can fit anything in any kind of schedule. Uh, that's the thing. Uh, like if you yeah, there's, grow there's some... a
1: lot to do, a lot of things yeah. in Italy to hang out and see, huh?
3: Yeah, I mean, like if you just go to if you, I mean, like it's also about what you're interested in. If you're gonna say, well, I'm gonna see a lot of historic churches, then you're gonna do a lot of traveling, and that's gonna take you actually months. Uh, but all the power to you man just do oh yeah no i think uh,
1: i think i'll do like some of the maybe the uh, like i like to see stuff like more of a sightsee than to sit around and like just do nothing so i prefer to go and roam a lot by the
3: way by the way if any of you guys want to come to turkey uh, DM me and I'll give you some tips. Maybe we can even meet up. I actually met people
1: who've come to Turkey from Twitter. So you're welcome to. Yeah, my my dad visited Turkey for a while. I've, I've never been. That's cool.
2: Have you been to Europe or Italy? Since? Not at all.
1: I've, I've only landed in um, like uh, passing through Europe and stuff, but I've never actually roamed Europe at all. Just uh I don't know why. Just never got around to it. I will. We'll I'll get there. <laughs> this hopefully this summer. We'll see how it goes.
2: Shoot. I have to go for a minute, but I'll be back on in a little bit.
1: Yeah, sure. So anyway, um yeah, Heath, so your or health <laughs> what do you what do you like to be called by the way?
3: Uh you can say Helmut. A, that okay. was my old old nickname, and then I had to come back to Twitter, and I said, well, let's camouflage a little. You can just come out. <laughs> yeah,
1: I just kept mine really short, so it's like um, hopefully a simple – and it's not even like people pronounce my name all sorts of different ways. Just funny, um, which is expected almost, so I don't know if that's good or bad. It's like who knows. We'll see. So anyway, I wonder what everyone else is up to today. Um, folks can hop on here and chill for a little bit. It's kind of interesting. I was watching, I don't know if you follow, um, do you follow like Cosmos related stuff at all? Um, cosmos related stuff? Um, so I guess the answer to that would be no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't have a TV in my home. Um, oh, no, no, this isn't it a, is something from TV. No,
1: it's more of a crypto thing anyway. <laughs> I,
3: I, I, I'm more of a traditional finance guy. I work in finance. Okay. I'm, I'm on more of the traditional side. So, you're what
1: you're doing what now? Buying stocks and things now?
3: Um, stocks, commodities, uh, currencies. I do all of them.
1: Okay. So, not much of a crypto guy, just more of just like usual things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, is this a good time? Like, you like this price for gold then? Um, uh,
3: no, no, no. Uh, in fact, like, I, I'm not looking for any opportunities to buy gold. I'm looking for opportunities to sell. And that's just my personal thing.
1: Really? That's how what you, I invest uh, myself. What's, what, what is your belief there? What do you think, Seth? So? I mean, I,
3: my belief is it's going to be that uh, they will um, crush inflation, they will kill inflation, and they will kill the economy to do it. And what that means is there's going to be a very strong U.S. dollar. Uh, the other currencies are going to be much weaker, and that means gold is going to get much weaker. That's my uh, basic scenario that's how the
1: scenario i'm operating on mm. so you're thinking like buy gold when like when it's closer to like thousand or 1200 something like that Thousand twelve hundred, 1200
3: that would be okay that would be okay but um you know um uh, we gotta ex- we gotta expect we gotta look at the federal reserve when are they going to stop when are they going to think inflation is at an okay level Uh, if that takes
1: gold to 800 who would know Um, well 800 was what it was before like gold etfs got produced right so that was a that was like the big no not 800 that was more like 200 300 um yeah i guess i guess that's possible yeah so i mean like uh, they could actually go crazy and it could actually
3: uh make things weird um so It's it's not a price thing. I don't really have a price level, but in general, I'm not in the mood to buy gold right now or for the next year, mostly. Let's say.
5: Okay. Yeah. Cool. Hey, Trust Tower. What's up?
4: Hey, Seth. Just I don't know. No one jumping up. Thought I'd get up and talk some shit. See how everyone's day is and what you're up to.
1: Not too much. Um, I was sort of like at work, and I kind of on and off was uh trying to catch up with uh, the the YouTube video from Jay Kwan and um Sunny Agarwal and Zaki Manian which is pretty insightful as far as like the future of Adam specifically. And I thought it yeah. was particularly good because at least it was a rational discussion without a lot of like like bullshit from anybody. Um I thought it was pretty congenial. Everyone's to have like Behave themselves, which is nice. <laughs> so, um, did you see yeah, that? They can be Never a know. little bit crazy. No, I haven't seen it. I'll jump on and have a look. I so do have a little bit of Adam.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think
1: uh, what's said about Jay is that between you know some of his past with um, I don't know um, his sort of I guess bipolar style behavior sometimes, and then sometimes his like drinking and some other issues. That like he um like on the one hand, he can talk a good game as far as like ideas, but then when it comes to execution, his ability to actually <laughs> accomplish anything and be like work well with others as far as teams and stuff is where most of the problems happen. Um and then also it's like um at some level, it's interesting, like uh designing monetary systems like blockchains becomes very political, like depending on whether you believe like there should be some centralization, no centralization, whether you believe like there should be inflation versus deflation. All the usual arguments that people make in the real world or the regular world when it comes to like monetary policy and stuff, these guys argue about. And if you come to an impasse where like you and me don't agree on the financial future of something, you're just stuck, right? Like, you know, so ultimately it's like... You wind up voting and whichever gets the most votes ends up becoming the thing that passes. And if there are people that don't like that system, then, you know, they're free to leave, uh, sell their coins and leave or whatever. But it's very, very, um, it's, it's pretty much the exact same as the real world where people like act like they're going to like use blockchain to somehow escape the real world. But the controversies are almost the same. Um, you see them play out, um, pretty standard. I don't know. What do you think? Do, do you happen to catch that video?
4: No, I haven't. I'll, uh, I'll jump on later and check it out. I'm just at work at the moment. As I said, I sat down at the computer and there's no noise going on in the workshop. So I thought I'd get on and say, Hey, hey, just to go back to your your holiday idea, uh, probably two weeks is my recommendation for your first time in Italy. I wouldn't go and spend a whole month there if you want to
1: get a good taste of a bit of everything over there. Oh, really? Uh, so, uh, what am I going to like is it going to just be boring i was thinking of kind of like traveling on the coast slowly and then kind of maybe uh um, yeah well how long how long you going to go for total all the different tourist shit whatever um i was thinking something like 3 to 4 weeks it takes us about for travel it takes us about maybe a, uh i don't know a day and a half of travel each way um yeah it's about the same with, for me So I I don't live in a town that um, it's easy to travel. Like, I have to make a hop before I get onto an international flight to Europe, right? So that Uh, makes a little bit extra time. And then um, both my wife and I both work. So it's like, if we find enough time, uh, like, it's, I don't know, in many ways, it's easier to, like, knock out our vacation all at one time, like several weeks at a time versus trying Uh, to, like...
4: what What are you really into looking at? churches or just trying to
1: get a taste of the european scene. Uh, i like everything so i like uh like i like different food and stuff so that's you know a little bit of foodie um i like um any kind of like scenic destinations i do like architecture um yeah, okay. i like yeah, a little bit of everything i think uh i don't I, know i, we all, I, I, got I, I, I gotta
3: log off uh, see you later guys
4: yeah, have a good day. Weird fa- I got this weird fascination with like, I don't know, just like looking at big mountains, big valleys and ranges, it's just like, I don't know, it's gorgeous. I love it. Um yeah, if you like that type of stuff, any type of mountain in Europe's really freaking big compared to what we've got in Australia here. I think uh Switzerland's probably one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, I I go to the uh like Rocky Mountains fairly frequently and they're pretty big. So um yeah, I'm pretty used to mountains for sure. Uh, yeah, I, I haven't, I don't, I would say like the, I don't, I've never gotten around like maybe rainforests or deserts and things like that very much, but practically everything else, like, yeah, mountains, beaches, all that, I've done a fair amount of that. So it's not, um, but I, I, it's really cool to me when like in Europe where they have like, a, I don't know, a really cool like water view and a mountain view and castles and, you know, it's like, it's a good mix yeah. of all that shit together, right? Yeah, all all in one. Uh, I spend yeah, most it's like an all-in-one. Yeah, exactly.
4: I spend most of my time in, um, when I was in Switzerland, at a place called Lucerne. And it, um, yeah, it's like a massive lake at the bottom. The township's not,
1: like, ginormous, but it's um, still pretty good. But then just everything's so close. So with Switzerland, that's a what? You'd say that's like a, would that be like a two-week thing, you think? Like, yeah, assuming a, that I'm not, I'm not skiing. I don't, like, I don't really
4: ski or anything. Yeah, two weeks is probably a good amount. I think two weeks in most places is enough to get a good taste. Um, and then just kind of, I don't know, next time I go back, I'm just going to pick and choose a few more places that I was really interested in from my first time and spend a lot longer there. I, was just, I Yeah, I, I just don't want to do a whole lot there. of traveling in between countries, you know? Like, it's like 45 minutes to an hour maximum on a plane. Like, it's, it's nothing.
1: It's just not a big deal.
4: It's not a big deal. Flights over there are so cheap; it's ridiculous.
1: Okay, well, that's good news. <laughs> maybe I'll do and more every,
4: than one day. We'll see. Yeah, like the airports are really close to most of the stuff you want to go to, or the like the city that you'll stay in for at least
1: a couple of days. Hmm, that's cool. Yeah, I'm sure it'll be fine either way. Um, yeah, just trying to find, figure out the right like yeah, two to th- maybe th- maybe three weeks will be good for me then uh um, yeah i'd at
4: least try and get two or three different um destinations in to that
1: just to get a, a taste yeah well i think i'm gonna be going more frequently so i think uh i don't think uh i have to rush it too much i but i don't know who knows we'll see <laughs> hey Boyd, what's up or pilates people oh
5: hey how's it going <laughs> hey Seth? what's up um wanted uh to- to echo trust over here i recall you said something about lucerne i was just uh configuring my audio but wanted to definitely second that it's one of the most beautiful places i've ever been but i got a got a kind of random luna question for you uh was wondering if this is the okay. for that so that's whatever i got Go ahead. i want to get my hands on some lunacy some lunk in it doesn't seem like there's any ways to like bridge between the lunk chain and even like the luna chain it seems like a lot of the bridges are broken um just curious if i were to i've seen some pools with lunk on them uh on like osmosis on one of the trading platforms on osmosis is osmosis lunk the same as you know luna chain lunk or is is there more nuance there? Is it, uh
1: no look so number one uh right now is it cheaper on osmosis than it is? Like on Osmosis Frontier, I think is where you have to look. But is it cheaper than biz everywhere else?
5: I am not able to determine that right now.
1: Let me take a look. Okay. What that, let me see. Here's a. Th- um, yeah, there might be like an ARB available. So if you go on Kepler, you hit like, go to Osmosis Frontier instead of Osmosis, I think. And let me see. Um, L-U-N-C. And then, okay, that's the. And then we're gonna to swap to, let's say USDC just to sort of see what the price is. and um, okay, so let me see. so one is worth 0. .000148 USDC. Um, while you're running the couch, so,
5: Saffy, um, one of those one of the challenges I was having is like actually getting lunk the coin itself onto the Luna classic or the Terra classic chain. Uh, as like, a, you know, some basic gas. I think I was able to transfer some other coin over to there, maybe some Atom. Um, but is, is there like a reliable way to transfer value from somewhere that's not Binance or KuCoin to, to the Terra classic chain? Mm,
1: KuCoin, I think is, or Binance are the simplest, easiest things to do. Okay. Why are you not, you don't have access to them or.
5: Um, yeah, I could, I just, was hoping there were some uh, potential DeFi options out there for doing it. In general, I
1: think having a KuCoin account is valuable because you can convert between lots of different things. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, for example, uh, like the cheapest way to buy Luna Classic, if you wanted it, would be to go to, let's say you get Coinbase, you go to USDC, Mm -hmm. you get your USDC, and then you send it via, not Ethereum, but it's the same wallet address on KuCoin, but you, you would be like the Polygon uh, address. Okay. Um, and then, like, the fee is like a dollar no matter how much you send or something. It's really inexpensive. Okay. I don't remember I'll what it was, but it was route. cheap. Appreciate you So Polygon's transfer is cheap, and you jump into KuCoin, and then there you can get the classic if you want. Um, and then you can transfer it to TerraStation and do whatever. Um now the, here's the thing. So on uh, Osmosis right now, um, so the um, price right now of um, Luna Classic on Osmosis is cheaper than it is on, um, like it's cheaper than it is like normally. So it's it's undervalued in other words on Osmosis. Okay. It's like worth uh, 0. zero and then one four. On osmosis and then on um on in reality it's 0. 0.00023 so it's substantially cheaper so the alpha here is that next um since so i've been watching the teams in the background mm-hmm. and they are going to be reconnecting osmosis back to um the they're, they're going to reconnect IBC back to the Terra Classic blockchain, oh, and fantastic. you will be able to transfer at that point. So we're so if you buy it cheaper now, right, you're going to get a better deal on Osmosis. So if you wanted to go that route, you can just simply buy Atom, ATOM, you buy it on Coin, Coinbase, and just send it directly to uh, your uh, Cosmos Kepler wallet. Uh-huh. And you'll be able to transact on Osmosis and then swap it for Luna Classic there. Cool. Well, that's, that's probably double
5: alpha, stuff. Yeah, I appreciate that. So. so that's a much
1: cheaper price for Luna Classic. But this is assuming, of course, they're going to like this is assuming they're going to uh, re-enable IBC, which then lets you take that coin, which is cheaper, move it to the Classic blockchain and theoretically sell it there where it's more expensive. hmm. So you'd want to do it before they reopened IBC because once they do, the ARB is going to close and the price will rise on osmosis. Does that make sense? Because yeah, like people will do exactly sense. what I just told you. Yeah. So it, it'll close it out and it will no longer, that, 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 um, that discount will no longer be present. And from what I saw, like Edward Kim and Jacob and I don't know, whoever else, Tobias and this and that, it seems like they're making, um, the, they're putting the pieces of the puzzle back together to get the osmosis IBC connection working again it was broken back when the like they had disconnected it or some shit on purpose uh when like that the terror crash happened in order to mm-hmm. stop bleeding out osmosis assets um with the huge ust pool that was in that in that so during the dpeg they they like disconnected ibc and kind of they kind of fucked some people up because some people had their lps or something on osmosis now they were stuck with this coin they couldn't sell right yeah so, or they couldn't transfer or whatever. So, yeah, it was interesting. So I think this is an option. You can try it out. Um, cool. Yeah, you've used Kepler, though?
5: I have, yeah. I, I picked up yeah. Kepler by your recommendation. You recommended playing around with it. I had a bunch of Adam from like yeah. two bucks or something a while ago, and so it's been a pleasure to see it perform well. I'm excited to see that it has, you know, more to it than just having a cool name and a cool image in my coin. Yeah, account. and and that's what,
1: with Adam at least that's what all the dialogue has been between people is how to bring more ut- actual usefulness to Adam, as opposed to just doing nothing, mm-hmm. um, which sort of is what it does now. It's just sort of like it's right now is just sort of like a brand name in a sense. Yeah. Uh, so what it's worth is essentially the brand name of the cosmos. It doesn't really do anything like you don't, yeah, you stake it, but it's very inflationary staking rewards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, but uh yeah, but that's an option for Luna Classic. And I think there's a very high probability. Again, this is like, I don't, I don't, I, I'm not the one coding it, so I have no idea. But like, well, my understanding is that they're going to reconnect IBC before too long. And that's why Bruce and I, we decided to go into Osmosis and buy a bunch of UST. <laughs> because uh-huh. UST is also cheaper than it is elsewhere. Cool. So when they reconnect, what will happen is you'll be able to send it to, you would be able to like take that cheap UST or Luna Classic, send them to the Terra Classic chain, go on to TerraSwap, or go on to Astroport and swap them, and you're going to get, like, I don't know, more of the same thing. But, like, you'll be able to convert to USDC there, and you'll, like, immediately make a profit, right? That's the ARB. Yeah. yeah. What so it is the like, difference, Sophie? Um Luna Classic I just checked was 0. 00014, and on Osmosis Frontier and on... Um, On uh, like KuCoin or whatever, it's 0.0023. So it's approximately, um, I would say like 45% cheaper, something like that. Jesus. So that's a big risk reduction as far as like price action risk, right? So it's not bad. Mm.
5: (laughs) Now now I saw there's also a uh, Lunk validator on Atom. I was curious if that's going to be rewarding Atom or will be burning Lunk. Wait, you mean Lunkdow? Yes.
1: Yeah, so that's Bruce's um, thing. And uh, he, uh, yeah, I I kind of helped get the Atom one running with like, you know, throwing some money at it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we were able to get it into the active set and everything. And um, no, it doesn't do anything. It's just an Atom validator, a Cosmos validator. Mm -hmm. So Lunkdow, he kind of branched out from not only like, Um, being on the Luna classic chain, but also being on, on the others. Yeah. Um, I I would say like, now keep in mind, like, if you look at all of the different um, like uh, options out there, just realize like uh, Luna classic, like any of the others has like certain types of reasons why it might be interesting to people. Mm -hmm. Um, But like, if you were to ask me, like, what is most likely to, Um, like if, what, what is most likely in my opinion to go up in the next six months, I think in all probability, I would guess that Luna would, um, like original, like not the original, but you know, Luna on Terra version two. And the reason why I think that's likely is because, well, I don't know, we follow what's happening in the background and there's a lot of stuff that appears to be coming out to be released over the next few months. And when that happens, you know, it is like YouTube videos. Oh yeah. yeah. People tweeting about shit. Like the hype starts to, you know, build up and then things happen. So like a lot of us don't necessarily buy more Luna because we already have a lot of it. We got wrecked in the original thing. So we got a big pile of Luna as an airdrop. So like, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt that, you know, like I'm pumping my own bag or some shit, but like at the end of the day, like in all probability until the like may unlocks happen for Luna V2. Um, odds are that like there'll be some sort of pump cycle between now and then. I think the odds are pretty good. Plus, the market cap is super small, so it doesn't take much drama to create a pump. And then if like if Luna classic pumps, it's interesting, I think Luna will also, because like a lot of people around the world don't know what the fuck which one is which. They just go and see Luna and they just go buy something. Yeah. So like last time this happened, both went up which was funny. Yeah. It's the same thing Uh, with
5: like Bitcoin cash or Ethereum classic. (laughs) People just buy it. Exactly.
1: Exactly. exactly. So yeah, that, that happens like that's kind of like a sympathetic um, sympathetic pump. So to speak, Like (laughs) people don't know what the difference is. They just go buy whatever. Um, Yeah.
5: Uh, Yeah, But you know, some
1: of these, like some of these things like Ethereum classic and stuff like that, um, they lasted a lot longer than you might have thought though. Right. And they, they, pumped a lot more than you would have guessed necessarily so it's interesting how when momentum starts building up just everybody starts aping in like it's some sort of casino (laughs) it doesn't matter yeah the all the only question you have to ask is like wait is this the last pump (laughs) like is this the last one there's ever going to be and people are just going to start ignoring these things or what i don't know i i'm not sure like Obviously, in crypto, like a lot of new coins and chains have emerged, right? Mm-hmm. But what is not clear to me is what will happen next in the sense that like uh, with Cosmos, anybody can spin up a chain. And when interchain um, interchain security emerges and you can create like what's called consumer chains, like everybody and their mother can create a blockchain essentially with with relative ease, right? Not just a coin, but an actual chain um not just some kind of token on a a chain but like an actual full chain and um so once that happens it's like blockchains just become a commodity and block space just becomes a commodity it's like it's not really clear how much like speculative speculative money one can make when there's like infinite chains you follow what i'm saying here yeah does it's like like, it just
5: spin up a chain or is, is there like a down or some sort of crypto that needs to be invested in order to create a chain in the first no, case. not exactly. Once once you create like a, a consumer chain
1: uh, in the new system, which I think will be completed by January, interchain security. Like theoretically, anyone can start one, and then part of your um, fees on your little chain will go towards the atom validators, and you're basically renting um, the At- the Cosmos hub validators. You can spin up your own chain. So I don't that's going to be. And I don't know, like, I'm sure, I'm, um, you know, at least 10 or 20 chains will emerge. I think there's a pile of them already sort of slated. Um, I don't know which they are, but point is like, there's always new things happening. And, um, as a result, it's not really clear in crypto ever, like what is going to be the next big, like, you know, hype thing, you know, like, uh, historically though, the stuff that has VC funding in the background, um, it, they tend to do well because those VCs tend to like seed lots of different projects on that chain. It was like what happened with Luna V1, like when, when like Luna pump last two years. And it's that so many venture capital people in the background, like, and all these projects are higher quality then you get more users. And like, and then of course everything goes crazy. So it depends. Like, I don't know. Um, Like there's also brand new things coming out too. So it's like, well, do you save your money and wait for those, you know, like fresh projects and get in really early Um, even knowing like there's risk there. Cause if it's a small amount of money, someone's spending, like you want, you know, and you want to try to get like a hundred X or something like that um, that's not going to be accomplished by buying Bitcoin or something. Right. Yeah. Um, So if you're trying to do a store of value proposition, okay, fine. But are you going to get rich, um you know get rich quick without using leverage um in, in the sort of blue chips probably not right so
2: yeah
5: cool Especially i saying you're know a bit more... bit more detail for me
4: oh, what's that trust you're saying sorry um you you're a bit more in the know and you're on some type of um, board for Luna. do you know how many um projects might make the jump um, over to uh,
1: classic. Well, as well, about half of them are actually running now. A lot of the Luna. Oh, you mean to classic? Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. When they make that bridge, to it, we uh, we update. Yeah. I, there are hints that, um, I don't know, there's hints that like Doquan may actually be helping with this a little bit. Uh, he said he wouldn't, but he might actually help. <laughs> So, um, in terms of it'd be of in helping, his best interest to help out, wouldn't it? Like, yeah, he didn't, he didn't, recover it didn't hurt a bit him of at sentiment all. Sentiment left behind, and yeah, but it doesn't hurt at all. But remember, the the only way he can help the people that got wrecked in the original Luna um, is to help the people on Terra V two, and the only way he can help the people that were UST holders that still hold their UST. Is to somehow make UST go up, which I don't know that there's a great, clear plan. There's no really, really obvious way to do that. So uh, you know he has to decide, like, uh, you know, what he's going to do. And 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 I think what happened was because the media and everybody else pretty much left UST for dead and buried. um, I think uh, you know you could argue that from a TFL perspective, giving up on the UST part and not really providing a tremendous amount of, like, uh, maybe airdrop benefits or something. Oh, and and I take that back. Actually, there are a lot of people that had UST who also got airdropped, Luna, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't remember the exact numbers. But at this point, if you look at the old community, the people actually that got wrecked, not the new people that came to speculate on Classic. But the the original community that threw a bunch of money in, um, I think those people you would only be able to get them value again by making sure Terra V2 does well. I don't, but from a PR perspective, I think, uh, having the new community at Luna classic also be on your side is not a bad thing. Like, I don't see how that would be. Um, no, because everyone would like, if he did help out everyone that would then, they'd they'd buy some Luna as well. Maybe, but you also have this narrative Doquan bad, you know, Like, by the a classic, we're an independent community, and we don't need no like centralization or TFL or whoever. And then Uh, I I find that kind of 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 fading out. Yeah, it'll fade out. It's just most of that's bullshit. Anyway, anyway, in crypto, like people's memories, you know, last maybe a year or two, and then everyone fucking forgets. And then then you have a whole new group of people, right? It was like when Ethereum fell apart early on like ethereum's doing well now and they had some massive disasters right so mm-hmm. um so it's not like um yeah people's memories short and not only that but just when new people show up they don't know the whole history they don't give a fuck right sure. like you don't like if you come to america um and uh you visit with like i don't know the native americans or most of them sitting around bitching about like cowboys that killed their ancestors uh, you know, hundred years ago, whatever, not really, no one gives a fuck. Like everyone forgot and everyone moves on with their lives. Right. That's kind of like what it is here. Yeah. hundred percent. So yeah, I think that's the, I think if uh Luna and Luna classic have some uh, projects that get built um, where like Bruce and I have been saying, it's like if you build a project on one and you can deploy it on the other without any real like technical issues, uh, that's doable once the classic chain is actually upgraded properly. Like what people don't realize is I think probably 99% of people don't realize when I say, I know people say that all the time, like people don't realize this or that. I'm just, and make generalizations. But <laughs> if you talk to the average Luna classic person, they probably have no idea that Luna classic is not actually a fully upgraded Cosm- Cosm- like Cosmos chain. What happened was TFL did a lot of like little mods and like did their own thing and they didn't upgrade um the original like terra blockchain they did not upgrade it to do um all of the sort of like most recent smart contract upgrades and everything uh partly cuz like they felt like maybe they didn't need to partly because they felt like um i don't remember all the technical reasons um i don't i don't know but they were sort of not really a strong participant always in the cosmos they occasionally helped with cosmos related issues like um oracle issues they i remember they found a band bug or something they um you know they they eventually ust became a big thing on uh, osmosis <laughs> so there was dialogue like i remember when sunny uh with osmosis and doe and other people would have some conversations on twitter spaces and stuff but it wasn't um it wasn't as deep of a collaboration as you would think And TFL didn't keep the Terra blockchain upgraded to the latest, greatest, whatever software updates and shit that Cosmos had to offer. So what needs to happen? So when the uh, new Terra V2 chain happened, that chain was a fully brand new chain using the absolute latest uh, Cosmos software development kit. And so is by and large, like fully functional with all the features and whatever that Cosmos has to offer. In terms of the software, right? So for smart contracts on Terra V2 to be compatible, so that like a project, let's say I don't know, uh, an NFT marketplace, let's say they want to deploy their marketplace also on Terra Classic, Uh, why wouldn't they want to, right? Of course they would, because there's money on Terra Classic, there's people there, and people messing around, and you know maybe they'll get some more, they'll get some economic activity. But right now the software is not compatible. Like you can't just make, you can't just take a marketplace on Terra v 2 and just use the and same transfer. exact code yeah. and transfer it and copy and paste. Yeah, it won't work that way. Um, once IBC gets reconnected, though, um, what can happen, though, is a chain, I'm sorry, a DAP can actually accept Luna Classic or Luna as payment um, because then in the background, you can have, you know, the, if you have a DEX on both chains, right, it'll just swap for that. And both TerraSwap and Astroport are on both chains already, actually. So they can easily reconnect um, the wallet such that eventually the TerraStation folks, which I've talked to a little bit in the background, they should be able to make it possible for you to buy like Terra Luna Classic, say NFTs with Luna, and vice versa, use Luna Classic to buy Luna ships. So at the end of the day, it's all gonna get reconnected. Um, and it's actually kind of funny, like, there's people on the Luna Classic community that don't realize there's an actual DEX there already. There's two of them, actually. They're very good. <laughs> like <laughs> TerraSwap Terra was actually, Ast- Astroport was a top 10 DEX before Terra crashed, right? It was, it's one of the best designed, like, DEXs on the fucking market. It's like, the in crypto, like, so you have that already in Luna Classic. But the thing is, a lot of the Luna Classic crowd came in for the speculation. They came in on Binance, they bought a bunch of Luna Classic and they're like playing the meme coin game. But they haven't actually moved their money to the wallet and they haven't actually tried to use any DEXs or done any research at all. So it's actually funny that like, what's that guy? The Influencer Classic or whatever the hell is? It was kind of funny. He didn't know anything about the DEXs considering that like he's got like i don't know fifty thousand followers or some shit i'm like what are these people doing like <laughs> the classic crowd gets gets the influencers lots of um followers but they don't actually the influencers
4: don't actually know anything
1: which is really hilarious because
4: yeah, the influencers are kind of new to it they can't they came in when
1: the classic started yeah but they're doing no actual research all they're doing is like They didn't even look at a little simple chart that shows you like all the different DEXs and everything and all the different projects on both chains. Uh, So yeah, they just sort of showed up and they don't know anything. And they just sort of like hear the, they think that Twitter space is the place to do all your research. It's not like, that's not where, uh, unless you're actually talking to people that know what they're doing, that's, you know, which, you know, I think that's why it's helpful to periodically uh, catch up with when you hear founders and. You know, when they tweet things and stuff like that, like Doe tweets periodically, even still, like he'll tweet like which projects are opening up on uh, you know on different chains. But oh, you asked originally on Luna, like what's showing up. So on the Luna yeah. chain, the Terra v two chain, or whatever you want to call it, I don't know what to say anymore. I guess Luna chain. Um, <laughs> the uh, the um, at least half of the projects that migrated from Terra to there are open now, and there's at least, Um, another dozen or so of different things that are going to be reestablished. Um, they include lots of different things like Terrascope, which allows you to like, it's a blockchain explorer. It'll, it includes things like, um, like CoinHaul.org, which allows you to check charts. I believe there might be open on classic and on Luna V2. It'll let you check charts, like trading view charts and all the different coins that are traded. Um, so, and then there's other projects that moved though, like right? Mars protocol, I believe is going to have like a thing on Terra, but they also are going to have their own blockchain. Kujira, as you know, has already created their own blockchain. So some of the most successful projects or most popular ones on Terra, um, that we use a lot, um, with really, really good developers. Some of them just built their own chains and then NFT projects. Some went to Polygon, some went to Stargaze, some, there's a couple, I believe that stayed on. Uh, than a classic and then there's some that uh um like and there's some that stayed on terra version 2 so um so it's interesting like but the competition is not as bad now too that that's the funny thing like so if yeah, you look you can at, come in with a good idea and kind of rule the market exactly exactly you yeah. can you can become like the top player because like nowhere art and talus i think are the two that work Um, right now, or for NFTs, for example. And before, there were much bigger competitors. Um, What's it called? Uh, Random Earth and some other shit. And so, yeah, there's a little bit of uh, decimation of the competition. So I think, uh, yeah, like, I think each of these chains are going to have a lot of fans that are just going to hang out. And they'll, it'll be like everything else. People tell their friends, they'll say, oh, buy these NFTs, blah, blah, blah. They'll show up, they'll make a wallet. Next thing you know, there's an economy. It just takes time. It's, that's all. The, the upgrade for Classic to,
4: um, for that fourth project to then jump back over or just run on both. How complex is that? Are we like, is it reinventing the wheel? Or those are those just some significant problems? Or it's just a time thing, and no, if it's upgraded,
1: it's just pretty much a copy paste. There's nothing to it. Like, fuck, what are we doing? (laughs) So, so, (laughs) so, classic. They're definitely no, they're working on upgrades, but there's different pieces that have to be done one by one. You have to fix IVC. So they have their priorities. They had their. They didn't have even one of the things. Remember that Binance Smart Chain hack? Yep. Yeah that that had not been upgraded on terra classic either so there yeah. are some things that need to be fixed first so they're fixing the things in order of importance and you know it just takes time like these are essentially like volunteer developers right so yeah exactly. know, wh- whatever time it takes it takes and and that's what you bought into when you buy luna classic you're basically buying into this sort of like this um you know it's a you you realize you have to realize it's a work in progress that's all you just have to think of it that way whatever it is and, um, and I don't know, I have my qualms about the tokenomics of the thing right now. But at the same time, the rest of the Cosmos chains are actually fairly inflationary, as you know, because like, that's how you pay validators. So um, So the Luna Classic chain, while being relatively deflationary right now, or deflationary, it has to still prove in a year and a half that it can pay validators. So what is going to be the new tokenomics that allows that to happen? I don't know what that is yet. So Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah, So don't like people shouldn't buy things with the assumption that everything's been worked out. It hasn't. Um, That's the whole point. Like, so the idea is like if they can deliver, if a lot of new people show up and want to use a chain and think it's fun or whatever the hell, then then price go up, right? Otherwise, who knows what it does? But anyway, but like as a comparator, I think it's important to compare. Like, if you go to Juno, for example, look at Juno's market cap. And it's substantially lower than Terra Classic and doesn't have any like like immediate tokenomics issues or validator issues or anything else. Right. It's It's also a community chain. It's not VC funded either. So it's not like there's no other sort of like things you can explore. I think like what I've told people when it comes to Cosmos crypto is I think you should do some different shit on different chains. You should because you should not be in an echo chamber that whatever stuff that your developers are doing on your chain is the best in the universe. You should go look around. You should see what people are doing, experiment a little bit. And what will happen is you'll find ideas. Like you're like, you know what? They, they had a really great idea over there on, you know, nowhere art. We should add it to our NFT platform on the classic or, or whatever, right? Like stargaze is missing some shit that has been on nowhere art for the last year you guys should consider adding this, this and this. And the developers, you know, they have a hard time too. Like they can't be everywhere at one time. So when the community has ideas, um, there is some chance of those being followed. Like I've, I petitioned Badali HQ to add Adam to their debit card offerings and we got it, right? Like they, I don't know if you saw that tweet I sent out. Um, So now you can send your Adams to a, a debit card. So once IBC is reconnected, you'll be able to convert like Luna Classic over to Atom and then send it straight to a debit card and spend it. Um, so there'll be some like neat little connections like that. Or like, um, like I don't know, there was the, the Kujira team. I gave them a whole host of suggestions last time um, on Terra and they actually implemented them actually. They're like, yeah, we'll get it done. And they did. Uh, they added, I don't remember what it was. I forget what idea I had. But um, yeah, as community members, like if you've used other platforms, you can then come back and say, hey, by the way, like this deck should have this or, you know, we would like to have that. It doesn't mean like just because you use some other chain, you're some kind of trader or some shit, like just go use things and try them out. Um, yeah, it's it's very important to do that. So you can see like what the comparison is because it's easy for like within your own chain for everyone to pump it like as being the like really, really awesome, right? Like you get into an echo chamber, but is it verifiably true that it's better? Um, you want to be able to prove that for yourself,
5: always. Mm-hmm. Hey, Sefi, was there was uh, there any could... word about uh getting Adam integrated into Terra Station? I remember we made you made that tweet about getting that brought in. Um,
1: yeah, the Terra Station guys like messaged me. They're like, "What do he's like? What do you mean by this? Like, what are you talking about?" And I think <clears throat> the way. <clears throat> the, like, the way he was looking at it was, well, Adam is already on, like, you know, you you could get Adam onto DEXs on Terra using IBC. Um why would you need to do this? And I was like, well, the problem is, is right now for both Luna Classic and Luna, if you're a Western customer, especially US customer, which is a lot of the market, what happens is is you have to take too many steps to buy anything you got to get a KuCoin account. You got to do this. You got to do that. It's just a fucking mess, right? Like the ability to bring Adam right in and then convert it to Luna or Luna Classic would be really, really useful for people, I think. Um, it, like I just think of it from the end user's perspective. How many steps is someone willing to learn? Um, and the reality is like the less steps there are, the, the, the more likely you're going to do it, right? So you don't want to make... like Imagine going to the the checkout, you know, at the local grocery store and you know how they put the Snickers bars and all that shit right in front of the like checkout and people buy those things, right? You wouldn't want to put those like 10 foot up where you have to climb a ladder to get the fucking stuff. Like no one's going to buy those things then, right? You got to make it really, really like frictionless, really easy. And I think, um, the idea of like bringing Adam into Terra Station, um, is not so much like to make Adam important, But because I think the odds that with all the history that has happened, the odds that um, like a Coinbase or whatever is going to go and list Luna or Luna Classic anytime soon, I think the odds are against that, right? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So like you're just taking a group of people and you're making them jump through hoops to get to your chain who otherwise got there a lot quicker before. Um, Not that it was easy to get to Luna before, but like, it could have been a lot easier just by having Adam as the gateway. And um, I think, I don't know, I think they should add it. He's, I did mention it to him, I was like, yeah, if you integrate a native Atom wallet um, into Terra station, then problem solved. All you have to do is like integrate then uh, like an osmosis Dex, or you can like integrate like TFM into the wallet or something, you know, the, the, Terraformer, you know, they kind of have their little. What do you call it, like cross cross chain They're
5: aggregator? They have an aggregator swap
1: thing. aggregator thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you could integrate that in the wallet, and you could basically like seamlessly, um maybe it maybe you transmit to your Atom wallet, but maybe it would immediately convert that to the coin of your choice did, without did, even the wallet. Did he
5: did he pick up on what you? I mean, it makes total sense to me. But my question is, is the Terra Station uh, deb? Are they understanding the play, or are they looking at it like? I think, I think they
1: understood it. I don't know if it's on, they took it as a serious priority, but they understood it. I think you understood what I'm getting at. I was like, it's hard to get coins on there. And his point was, well, you can get them through this, get them through other means. Right. But the problem with other means is that like, there's just too, it's just too much friction to me. And um, anyway. Yeah. Or like eventually if you had Kepler, Um, add Luna classic and Luna. The only problem with Kepler is they charge money for that shit. And it's expensive to add a your thing to Kepler and even Cosmo station. Luna was never on Cosmo station. That would have made it easier um, to where you can just like swap one point for the other or whatever. But again, you have to have IBC reconnected for everything and for Luna classic, at least Luna is going to be a little bit easier because it's already gone through all of that shit. Um, So anyway, we'll see. We'll see, uh, I, I think, but these are the kinds of ideas that people need, right? Like they need to be told, by the way, we need an easier way to do this because remember the developers may be used to using, let's say a Binance. So their workflow is, may not be your workflow, right? So depending on um, like their background, they're not seeing it from the perspective of people that actually have a high friction experience, right? Um, So it's like, you have to, you have to lay it out for them. Like what is the problem and is it possible to fix it? But anyway, that's kind of how it was. And before this wasn't a problem because like the goal was to get Luna and UST on every, every centralized exchange. And therefore it was easy to swap back and forth. But since that is not a a factor, right? Like that's not a possibility right now. You can either like wallow in your tears or you can make it, you could find some Avenue to get there. And I think, some sort of aggregator plus, uh, Adam, uh, mixed into it would make life for, um, both communities much easier, especially using Terra Station. That would be really nice. And, yeah, so there's that. Anyway, I don't know if, uh, Lunatic Lunk Lover, did you have any questions or anything or you came up earlier and I sort of ignored you?
5: <laughs> oh, uh, that's not an issue. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're Please? good. Go ahead, man.
1: Any other, any questions? Uh.
5: Awesome.
6: Um, It's not really a question, Uh, actually it is. Um, So I'm an early member of the Terror Rebels. Um, I'm not on the team anymore. Uh, I used to be shortly in the Terror Civita thing, and now I'm just in the community. Um, It was funny, the admin of the Terror Rebels clan, he just randomly sent me the message on Reddit when I didn't know him. Um And then suddenly I was in this discord when it has like uh, i think on the second day when it had like almost no members, uh, and then it' go to this Luna classic thing to the to the thing it's now um and i when I was researching stuff at the dpeg so I'm one of the guys who aped in um I I always hear you guys saying that we didn't suffer losses, but it's not actually the case, you know, because... uh, Yeah, that's true. Lots of people... uh, Yeah, They bought them at a dollar, right? I bought at uh, 150. Of course. I mean, 150 to a cent, and then you buy a lot more, and then it goes to, you know, where it went, so that's also pretty substantial loss. Yeah.
1: Um, You also have those people, right? Uh, I'm with (laughs) you. I agree.
6: (laughs) I understand. (laughs) So, so anyways, uh, that's not the issue. I'm just like getting
1: a little bit mad sometimes. when yeah, I in, see this in, retrospect, tweet, you know? in retrospect, it's like, should they have just simply, um, like halted the chain or something? So people didn't get sucked into something that they didn't understand. Um, probably so. Um, I don't know like what the right answer would have been and what the technical limitations were, but yeah, you're right. Like there are uh, I
6: mean, that- I mean, it was a gamble, you know, like, like I knew it was a gamble. I was gambling on uh, on some, 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 some stuff to happen, which actually didn't happen. And then, uh, some other stuff happened, which was nice. Um, so that's not yeah. the issue here. Um, yeah, and I would anyway.
1: say, by the way, like the amount, like people didn't just sort of ape into Luna UST; they had shit tons of money in it, right? Like, so the, the losses were <laughs> at a magnitude that um, I think, exactly. uh, like Bruce and I, could fill you in on that. But yeah, it was pretty, pretty large sums of money. So,
6: anyways, um, this is, so um, why I'm speaking is not because I want to say like uh, how much money I lost. I'm actually up now, so that's pretty nice. Um, but um, I want to like, um, I, I was researching other projects before I aped into Luna Classic and went like all in at some point, but um, which you shouldn't do probably. <laughs> um, you went all
1: in on that dip. Like that's. I like, went that's all in with uh, like,
6: I had like one BTC, which I had like um, collected over time and it was supposed to be like uh, not to be sold. I had some other altcoins and. Um, yeah, when Terra Rabbits like went off, I was like uh, into it, you know, I was on a team, so I saw what was going on and it looked Oh, so
1: you, you promising, drink you know. Yeah, you, you drank the
6: uh, yeah. I That's all you <laughs> yeah, had to say. So <laughs> exactly, yeah. The the Bitcoin was supposed to be for something like a business or something, and then I was like, Oh, what's better than this? And then I just went all in like yeah. Um anyways, I was researching projects and then I saw this uh injective chain in Kujira and um I was pretty amazed by that because I always wanted to see something like an order book uh, decks and everybody was saying it's like uh, not feasible and uh, too slow. And I don't know what uh, liquidity and uh, yeah, the
1: order books, the big order books are going to be, um, I I think the biggest ones that are in the works are DYDX and SCI say network. Um, I, uh, there was actually a YouTube video by um, who was the interviewer? it was the guy from DYDX, and I believe maybe CryptoCito or somebody, I think it was. I saw it um just a few days, in the last few days. Uh, but it was a fantastically, like, the the one of the, I guess, leads or developers or somebody from DYDX did this discussion. You probably want to catch that. It was a very, uh, very insightful and, like, a um, lot of useful technical information as far as, like, the feasibility. The feasibility, like you're just saying, about getting sufficient, um, you know, like market making capability and, and who's going to come and provide all that liquidity. And is it fast enough and all those kinds of things. Um, so, yeah, there's there's some different projects, though, coming to uh, Cosmos, like Celestia, which is like a modular blockchain, which will allow people to use some of their services for much higher speed. Um, transactions and things so you can kind of do composability between different things so i don't know like there's a lot coming to cosmos and i think some of the technical limitations like speed related scaling issues i think could be solved by everything from consumer chains with luna with uh, adam um, interchain security and some other tactics so yeah a lot of uh, like there's a lot of reasons to believe that um, some of the serious like technical hurdles to do these things will be solved over time.
6: It's uh, awesome. Awesome. Uh, nice to hear And thanks for letting me know about uh, the other stuff. I will uh, look into it for sure. Um, so actually, the thing is, um, I want to ask you whether you might want to connect to Duncan from the Terror Rebels team um, because he's trying to get in touch with Blackwell, DeFi and the Kojira people to actually um, get us listed once the IBC stuff is working um so now that i didn't buy into Kuji, um at least i want to earn some api in the world you know um oh sorry like uh yeah, yeah i don't know it would be nice if uh, if you could connect or something like that because uh, i think it would be great if uh, we could all i said a stuff, little yeah. bit I,
1: i'm in a small like twitter group with uh with uh edward kim and tobias so I like I've I've tried to keep up with what they're saying but it's really more development related dialogue for the most part so anywhere like I try not to butt in and like create drama in those things unless I have something useful to say <laughs> so I've mostly stayed quiet and just read the read the feed for the most part and like I don't know, like throwing a thumbs up here and there or some shit like that. (laughs) Um, But um, I think, yeah, if I can find anything that I think is useful for them, I'll certainly set them up. Um, Like I was able to help a little bit with getting um, like, uh, so Unchained FM, which is Django's channel. I don't know if you've seen her channel on Cosmos. She did a thing with like CZ, not CZ, with Binance representatives uh, related to Luna Classic. And they she asked me if to interview me. And I was like, well, why don't I just set you up with the Terra Rebels people so that you can talk to them directly so that we were able to facilitate that a little bit. So, yeah, I think uh, I like in the background to be a little bit, to be helpful, you know, connect a few people here and there. But like, I'm, I'm not a, like a, a technical developer type person. So if I see certain things, I think like from a consumer perspective, I think everyone would want, I try to suggest those things, but at the same time, like I have no idea what kind of timelines and other shit they have, so I, I try not to bother them too much. But yeah, all of those folks kind of follow me, so it's like it's not hard to reach anybody if there's like an important, or they can reach me if they think there's something, like I don't know, I could help with in some way. Like I told the teams, I'm like, look, I'll be happy to sort of like broadcast whatever messages to the communities that you think are important, whether it's to to Cosmos developers, whether it's to you know, osmosis to kind of reconnect the decks or whatever. Um, and to, and maybe just to kind of inform the community more than anything else, like I'll retweet shit and whatever. Um, you know, it's one of the benefits of getting a Twitter like account that's this big is you can kind of like, kind of like get a message out in a sense. So I kind of use it for that purpose. So that, that's kind of what I find my, whatever my role might be at, besides bullshitting on Twitter spaces. <laughs> so <laughs> try to help out a little bit here and there, but that's the idea. But yeah, I try not to get too far outside like this because like I have a regular job too. And if I do too many things, like I can't do like Twitter spaces for people, I can't like you know what I mean? Like it's like your your attention gets spread between too many things and you don't have time to do anything. So, I'm trying to stay like in a lane a little bit as far as like you know where I can be useful. And I figured where I could be useful is like either in some communication or just like, you know, the Luna like the Terra community along with the Luna Classic community, sort of like somehow made my account really big. So I'm like, well, might as well like make use of it. So like if there's projects on Luna Classic and like JG here or like um, whatever, like we've had like Terra Spaces and I'm sorry, like Twitter Spaces and AMAs and things like that just to help people out. Like, you know, even if I'm not going to like be in the Discord or fucking buy a million of the you know NFTs or whatever, I don't mind providing people with that. Uh, a little bit of assistance as far as like exposure and everything. Cause I know it takes a fuck ton of time to get these Twitter accounts this big. Um, I don't even know why the fuck anyone follows me to quite, quite seriously. So, like, but it does take quite a long time to get these accounts of this size. And um, it's not really that easy um, as most people would think, I guess. So uh, like I try to spread the love a little bit and use the account for something useful from time to time. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> so, but that's, that's kind of what I see my role as um, when I play on here. But yeah, like to me, it's like, it's got to be, that's another thing too. It's like, whatever you do, it should be fun, right? Like if it's not fun for you, um, like, uh, then you should question whether you should spend your time on something. (laughs) So, but these conversations are fun. I like also kind of just like when you hear from the community and they're like, wait, I heard that you can do this, this, and this on this chain. I'm like, Oh really? That's cool. I wonder if we can do it over here. And I like to kind of like, it's nice to be able to kind of hear what people want and then real, and then like think to myself, wait, what would I want? And um, you only get a good feel for this kind of shit if you play, right? If you play with different marketplaces, you see how they're flawed, you see how different DEXs are maybe flawed or maybe um, like what kind of problems they're having from the perspective of like um, inflation, like the reward systems, the tokenomics and whatever. And eventually you get a really good like feel for what is rational and what isn't. And you have a sense, long term, of what might like fail and what won't, and like that doesn't mean you're going to like avoid all failures. By the way, like uh, Terra is a great example. Um, most of us that were in the original Terra and UST, like you have to understand, like we believe that like if the vision could be brought to fruition and it could become large enough and secure enough fast enough, that it could be world changing tech, right? Which is why we um, we we believed in that system um the fact that it crashed means that well it just didn't work out but it didn't mean we didn't believe it at the time right so um and it didn't mean there was not good ideas like tfl has a shit ton of good ideas um a lot of the protocols sadly that had nothing to do with ust um that were getting ready to open on terra v2 were pretty freaking cool um there were several very important ones like like andromeda protocol and like nebula and a few others that were, and oh, Sigma protocol by that genius from Stanford, whatever. Anyway, there's a bunch that were um, coming out that were really, we were looking forward to and uh, we didn't get a chance to experience them because like those teams, like obviously once the chain got wrecked and blah, 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 there was no good funding mechanism to run those protocols. So they kind of had to halt them or whatever. But in the background, hopefully quite a few of them are actually going to um, emerge uh, victorious eventually. I know Andromeda, I talked to their team. And they're looking at opening on uh, Terra version two, uh, like in the in the summer. And it's a very very interesting like uh, b- like you're going to be able to basically drag and drop and create your own protocols, um, and create your own kind of like workflows, whether you're a DAP or individual or whoever. Uh, really really interesting stuff. Like, we're gonna we're where, trying to
5: um, we're gonna be in that Genesis set, I think. Um, so I'm I can let you know how that plays out if you're if you. Genesis set for Andromeda. Yes. We're, we're, we've, we've applied and and we're, we're getting into the validator set uh, for them. They're about to open that up. Yeah. Very interesting. So yeah, there's a lot, lots happening
1: and that's why like, yeah, send me some messages if something fascinating is happening or whatever. We'll kind of, especially if it's just spread the word or whatever, but like the bottom line is if things are happening in the background and nobody knows about it, then There, like, there's not a room to stay optimistic, right? You wind up just getting depressed and shit about, Oh, look, my bags are down or whatever. Um, (laughs) whereas if there's actually some rational belief that, um, something's being built in the background, then, you know, it might make sense to just wait and see how it goes. But anyway, um, I think, uh, if there's nothing else really big, I know Jerry Bear is trying to get on here, but like, I might try to jump here. I think my wife's going to murder me if I don't like feed or something um, <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> so, um, um, But yeah, I just kind of j- hopped on a little while for that evening to kind of just hang out. But yeah. Okay, guys. Well, we'll catch up later. I'll try to um, maybe hop on later this evening if she goes to sleep. And <laughs> it's like I have to sneak away and do Twitter spaces <laughs> when, she, exactly. when she doesn't want to choke me to death. Okay. All right, guys. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Bye. See you later. later. All right, bye.
0: Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was a Chepe Space, The Last Light of the Last Star. Recorded on Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. For Terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening in the darkest of times when the phoenix arises out of the ashes like some burned up papyrus open the sarcophagus and release the virus got a lump in your throat like tonsillitis when the flags go up like everyone is righteous spending government checks sniffing up the white dust the previous generation wants to be just like us fuck that shit I'm trying to be like was. drop the bias and you might survive this the mummy coming through to remind your highness I might just buy up my own fucking island build a little bunker then wait for the timer countdown to zero day exploiting every exploit in your internet sex toys and emitting vibrations through the ether did you just come the ether If you look at the bright side, we're lost at the right time, blindly, following stars in the night sky, part of me might ride away with the prize fight, man versus everything else until the time's right, unleash the cracking. no wait, that was crack, fuck now everybody feeling all amped up, fucking like bunnies to the national anthem, ugly little shit's eating up all our rhythm, mishandling the captions, who has the answer, holding our attention for ransom, fed up with all the red tape and the boring template like it matters if it's a blue or red state charged every month and we can't even cancel feeling distressed fuck it kill the damsel fuck gas, yeah. spread it like we're on some undead shit and pass the bitch around like a meme from Reddit. in the beginning it was suggested that the mortality rate would be five percent and the numbers are so much higher we're not ready for the next epidemic so if your oxygen level falls too low and it cannot be kept up
2: with just what we call nasal cannulas or rebreathing oxygen masks if you can't get enough oxygen from that then they will intubate the the patient
0: Tim spaces